The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Aaron Huey, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get bonus show content and more at patreon.com slash that story show. That story show is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Watch it! Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this sweet house. <laughs> I left her some guano. Hey podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. It's episode 331 brought to you the week of February 20th, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John and I'm tired of the dadgum rain. Really? Is it raining where you're at? It's been raining where I'm at for the last week. In fact, Georgia, I think as a whole, uh, is 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 way above their their average for the year. Oh. And here it is, February twentieth, twenty twenty. You so, overachievers, you! I tell you what, we got to be known for something. I guess it's going to be rain this year. I guess I so. But I, hey, at least we're not in drought, right? Yeah, I I kind of totally screwed up the intro to the show because I realized it's o two two o two o two o today. And uh, mm. I couldn't get over that, and so I was—I forgot to say I was your host. So, <laughs> well, hey, welcome. Yeah, host. well, welcome to <laughs> the cool date of of the day. Um, yeah. We we always open with a story. Uh, this one comes to us from Wayne, and it's called Mrs. Cleaver. He said, "I've shared some pretty crazy stories from my life that you guys have aired on the show, but this one tops them all." As, Uh-oh. Yeah. As mentioned in my monitor lizard story, I live in Thailand. Now, you guys remember the monitor lizard story. It's not a story about a lizard monitoring people or a lizard on somebody's monitor. You have to go back yeah. to episode 328 for the story of people monitoring a monitor lizard. 
actually. Mm. That's what that the doing. one that was underneath the house and uh, yes, and yeah. the, the whole family was monitoring the monitor. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have this one lady neighbor uh, who must be around eighty years old who hops over the brick wall between our yard and hers and proceeds to chop our plants down in our yard. What? She usually does this when we aren't around. Sometimes we come back from a several-day trip and see that she has cut a bunch of plants, obscuring her view of us through our yard. (laughs) So the wall has spaces in them, and and she's done this at least a dozen times. So so this is Mm. the most full-on, unapologetic peeping Tom I've ever heard of, apparently. I mean, at least you got to pretend like you hate the plants and you're not just doing it to spy on your neighbors. Man. I mean, what if they put up blinds? Would would she break <laughs> in and tear them down? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if I you had a neighbor like that once. Yeah. <laughs> mm. She's all up in your business. No, well, this was when Amy and I first got married and we were living in the parsonage across the street from them. Oh boy. Right next door to the church and they had binoculars, dude. Oh no. Uh, I knew there was going to be trouble when uh, she said one day, "You all need to get curtains." Oh boy! I don't know what you saw, but you wow. shouldn't have been seeing it. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> Y'all need to put down your dadgum binoculars. Your freaking da- binoculars! Well, a few <laughs> a few weeks ago, she jumped over the wall, but for some reason, she couldn't get back to her own yard. <laughs> so our gate was locked, and so she's just walking around the yard searching for an exit. And I saw her doing this, and I walked outside, and I said in Thai, "What are you doing?" She didn't reply, but she kept on looking around with a meat cleaver in her hand. Holy crap. Yeah. A meat cleaver. Yeah. That's like the big scary ones that Jason Voorhees carries around, right? In yeah. Scary you would think that uh, it was hedge clippers, but no, full on meat cleaver. And, uh, I guess, you know, you thought it was a story about a friendly rogue gardener, a renegade florist. <laughs> Who didn't play by the rules, but no, like you said, Jason Voorhees is taking up landscaping there. <laughs> in your backyard. In your backyard. I, I I should have pretended to call the police or something, but I guess I was feeling like a nice guy. Yeah, it's it's real easy to be nice to someone who's holding mm. a meat cleaver. So Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. So I went outside and I unlocked the gate for her, and she she chuckled <laughs> through her tobacco stained green teeth. <laughs> and then walked back to her house. It sounds weird, but this story actually happened. And wow. I'm like green teeth. Goodness gracious. Are wow. you are you sure she was using the cleaver to cut down your stuff? Man, it sounds like she was chewing through those plants to me. <laughs> I don't know. Got a grass stain on your teeth, Miss Lady. There's a moment that he must have missed, though. That moment where mm. she was reaching over for that plant. And 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 pivoted right over the fence and fell flat on her back and couldn't get up <laughs> back over the fence. She's like, at least I'm weaponized, you know. <laughs> she hops over the fence and she can't get out, so she just walks around. Yeah, just walking around the yard. I belong here. I'm just. Uh, this is really where I wanted to be, apparently. Anyway, so uh, weird. Weird. Let's rewind the week. Rewinding. All right, this is where we take something from the last seven days or so and uh, share it with you. Something uh, hilarious, something embarrassing, something bad, something good. In my case, it's something scary. 
Ooh, scary. It's not even Halloween yet. I know, I know. But at the Melvin, where we have church, it's an old theater. And most of the theater has been redone, and it's like a big open space with a couple of classrooms. But one part that has not been updated and is original to the 100-year-old building is the upstairs area where the projection room is. It's the only thing that's been done is that there's been sheetrock placed over the opening where the projector used to shine through. So (laughs) it is extremely dark, extremely dusty. The original tin roof, you know, ceiling is in there with all the embellishments and stuff. And, and, and there's probably lead paint chipping off of this stuff and it landing (laughs) on the ground and uh, I hear lead paint tastes really good, so I've been meaning to try some chips, but mm, sure I haven't, haven't done it. But it is the greatest place in the world to take kids up to in the dark. Yes. And so my sister, I'm sorry, my daughter and her friend were taking, <laughs> were, were using this area because there's three rooms of darkness there's at the top of the stairs and then the <laughs> pro- levels of darkness. Then there's the projector room, which still gets a little light from the, from the stairwell. And then there's the room where the air conditioner is and there's no light. And then there's a room that you have to step on a box to get into. That's like halfway up into the attic. And then inside this room, <laughs> there is another one that you have to step up on a box and you are literally over the ceiling, over the top of this huge yeah. open uh, uh, theater area. And it, it it looks like where Annabelle would live from the movie. It, it, it's <laughs> it's all, it's all wood. Yeah. It's wood and insulation mm. and strings hanging from the ceiling and all this stuff. So we always joke that Annabelle's up there. And so my daughter and her friend started taking the kids up there and, uh, <laughs> but the kids would get scared and run <laughs> Before they even got to the second room, you know, it's the best. and they come, they come tumbling down. Well, I get sent up there by my boss. David says, you need to go up there because, uh, he's talking about the heater and how the heater works really great upstairs, but doesn't work downstairs. And mm. we're, you know, blah, 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 nothing to do with the haunted house, but I got up there and I got inspired and, um, <laughs> I was like, okay, where, I, where I found myself was I knew that Jenna and her friend were hiding somewhere up into the, the into one of those upper inner rooms where Annabelle's yeah. supposed to be, and I knew they were that, hiding. Yeah, they were hiding up there, and they, they had, knew you were coming. No, they didn't know. Oh, they they oh. had no clue. So I had walked in the middle of their gig, their little thing, and and some kids were coming up the stairs, but they were daring each other and running back down before they even got to the top of the stairs. I reached over and lo and behold, a flat handle, I mean, a flat bladed shovel is right next to me. And I was, I was inspired. So I stood there and I knew eventually Jenna and, uh, Ja'Kayla would come out (laughs) and I start seeing cell phone flashlights in the dark area. Oh yes. (laughs) And I'm telling you, Ja'Kayla saw me first and she did this one legged dance where her, <laughs> her knee must have smacked her in the head like three times. She's like, whoa! And that scared Jenna. And then I take that handle and that shovel and I go, bam, right down on the concrete. And they both jumped again. <laughs> well, now they're like, now, now that they've been scared, though, they're like, okay, yes. you're in on it. 
So let's go get some more kids. And they started bringing in kids. And I, they'd come through that door and I'd slam that thing down. <laughs> and they run. But they didn't run backwards. They ran toward the light because Jenna and Jaquela ran into the darker room where the darkness was. But they needed the light. So they ran behind them. And I'm, I, I just slammed into the door and, and just oh. boom, you know, just this really loud noise. And oh, scraping man. the shovel across the floor. And just sent Green. chills up their spine. It was, it was amazing and the most That's fun the best I've ever had. I've always wanted to be one of the scarers at like uh, a Six Flags or something like that, or one of those haunted houses that professionally done. That would be so. Yeah, much fun. anything like that where I can walk around and scare the crap out of kids, and I got to do that uh, on Sunday <laughs> night, and it was so amazing. And uh, so, yeah, that made my day. That you one got made your my work day. cut out for you, man. It was great. Boy. So, how about you, John? I I I got some I got something that happened uh, last night, and it was almost as equally frightening. Oh, so we um we decided we we're gonna we're moving. Oh, um, yeah, it's crazy. We're I mean we're staying in in Coweta. Actually, we're we're moving to uh to Sonoy, which is where they filmed The Walking Dead. Oh okay. yeah, so. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, it, we we, the Lord blessed us with an amazing opportunity to to buy a house there, and so we put our house on the market on Tuesday. We weren't even intending to move this early. We just were kind of looking to see what's out there, right? Uh-huh. Um, we ran across a guy in our church actually flips houses, and he's got one that's almost ready. And we're like, we got to get this. We got to get it. Yeah. And so um, so we put our house on the market on Tuesday and then we had an offer Tuesday night. So that's just no. like, a, that's like an awesome, you know, testimony kind of thing right there. Right. Uh, Cause we were like, Lord, if you don't want it to happen, then, then don't, don't let it happen. Close all the doors. So all the doors open wide open. But we, um, in our, in our, in our search, just to make sure that we wanted to be confirmed that, that we were doing the right place, moving in the right area. Um, we decided to go check out a couple other houses. And you know where where we live here in Noonan is is uh we got a lot of back country roads and stuff like that some nice places and just kind of out way out there so last night we were driving around and we um, went to this place that's it it looked like a cute little house <laughs> but you walk to the back and there's like these old shacks <laughs> and I'm like well I'm wanting like a little workshop or something but it looks like it looks like there's somebody in there like the jigsaw guy or something <laughs> i was about to say where there were there cow skulls hanging on the walls there was, and stuff there was, there was a chain hanging up in the tree <laughs> and he's like is that for a dog i said if it is it's a really tall dog it's a very tall dog <laughs> what, what in the world are you guys doing house hunting in the middle of the night that's like the makings of a horror movie right there <laughs> well it gets better well lord better. If, if you want us to find a house you'll do it in the middle of midnight you know, pitch darkness. Yeah, it wasn't dark when we when we drove out, but this place was kind of far out there, and it it quickly got dark. But um, this last house, you know, whenever you go, this house was vacant, so it was it was okay. But the last house we went to had people into it, so when you when you go to a place, the the agent you know checks first and makes right. sure that you can go in and and see it and stuff, and then so there's so she our agent called the other agent and said, hey, we'd like to take a look at this. You know, is it okay? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll let the people know and all that stuff because there was some some renters in there. And so we drive up to this this house, and it's dark, 
and there's like a couple cars out in the driveway and I'm like, I don't think they're expecting us. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it's like a, the driveway is long and kind of bumpy and kind of scary. And, um, <laughs> so we, we get out of the car and I'm like, I don't know, man, I don't, I'm not feeling it, but the the girls, the, the agent and Amy were like, Oh, let's just, we're here. Let's just at least check it out. That way we'll know. Right. And so, so we, we went up and she went to the door, knocked on it and there's nothing for a second. And then somebody answers the door and is like, hello. <laughs> and she's like, uh, did your agent tell you that we were coming to see this house? And they're like, no, oh. <laughs> they're like, Oh, that's, that's not awkward at all. <laughs> and uh, they're like, but you can come on in and check it out. And so like, oh. I don't know. We stood on the porch for a few minutes and then, um, dude, it was, it was dark kind of in the house and we're, we're just all kind of huddled together walking through. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there and like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is not the place. <laughs> pretty sure price was nice, but I don't think so. Right. And you know, they were like, finishing dinner or something it was just uh, so awkward they were in and the house i hate that were, oh they were all sitting there and it's we were like worst. so apologetic and we we're like are oh, so sorry and um like before we went in, we were trying to say do you have kids because we didn't want to you know get the kids out it was like 7 30 or something if these kids were going down for bed or whatever we didn't want to interrupt uh-huh. and they're like yeah what and it's like oh now we have to explain ourselves because they didn't understand what we said we don't want your kids <laughs> We just wanted to make sure that we're not interrupting, and uh, and it was just so awkward. We we just we left <laughs> quickly. <laughs> like, Thanks. Okay. Bye. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, I, I looked at a house one time, and the guy, the old man that owned it, was blind, and oh. and he's sitting there with the TV on, and and I don't know if he was a hundred percent blind or mostly blind or whatever, but he made sure to let us know. That he was, and uh, I didn't trust him though, because <laughs> uh, he might have been fibbing to see what we were doing. But it was still awkward walking yes, around yes. in his house while he was there. You couldn't say anything, you couldn't make any comments, you know. Right. And and I ended up talking to him about his grandkids and all this kind of stuff. And and wow. uh, we almost bought his house, but he would not move on the price. So oh, it's like so okay, you- dude, you can keep your house. It's fine with me. Yeah. Not hurting my feelings. Oh. Well, I'm uh, congratulations on all that uh, all, all that moving and stuff. That's pretty I'm awesome. I'm sure there will be some updates to come. You know, our house is officially under contract, I guess, or That's binding crazy. agreement or whatever. It's, it is because we went out on the weekend thinking, oh, we'll just see what's out there. And then next thing you know, we're our house is on the market. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> this is so crazy. That is insane. So, have some good stories to follow up i'm sure great great speaking of great stories i have a great story for you and it's it's a story about narthex con it happened last year in the month of june and it's happening again in 2020 (sighs) on june 20th that is a perfect date yes we are going to be having narthex con a live recording of that story show as well as other podcasts affiliated with the NLCast network. And we want you to make plans to come to St. Louis to the Melvin theater and, uh, and participate. So yes, save the date. We're putting the call out right now to everyone 
to uh, try to try to come out to it. If you want more details, they will be coming out uh, and on the Facebook page. So look up uh, Narthex Con on uh, on Facebook and and like the page or follow the page or whatever you do with the page. And uh, that's where we're going to be posting the times and the schedules and and all that. It, it's free to attend, but there are limited spaces because the building size is. I mean, it's uh-huh. big. You've been there, John. Yeah. But yeah. but we wouldn't want to do more than like 150 people. You know, right. I would think because that because that would just be crazy. Um, yeah. So there's plenty of room, but we still want to know uh, who's coming. And we'll, so we'll have a sign up uh, sheet posted pretty soon. If you, I've already got a couple people that said, put me down. We're already, we got our whole family vacation wrapped around oh, awesome. that day. Awesome. And I'm, I can't believe it. So um, we're, we're going to have okay. giveaways and, uh, and, 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 and swag and stuff like that. It's going to be a great time uh, for you mm-hmm. to, you can meet us and we get to meet you and shake hands and, and all that kind of stuff. Last time we went out to lunch afterwards and hung out with uh, quite a few folks at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Um, I don't like oh. Chick-fil-A anymore, so I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't say that. I, I'm sick of Chick-fil-A. I'm just kind of done with it. We, we uh, did Sick-fil-A. it so much. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Chick-fil-A. I'm, I'm doing Culver's these days. but I'll get, Oh, I'll, hey, we, we can get behind you on that. So or let's anyway. go to Drew's and get frozen custard. Hey, we will, will we have tours of the uh, the Annabelle room up there? Yes, yes, Ooh. we should. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That way you guys can know the horror. They, they, yeah, it truly is a weird. I mean, it's a hundred years old up there, and I don't know why it has this vaulting series of rooms that are just like yeah, the top true. one that I said that was where Annabelle lives. You can't even stand up in it. And it's these ancient <laughs> floorboards that you can see through. And it's just, it's horrifying. So <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway. Hey, and I think the stairway stairwell just going up the stairs is, is creepy enough. So, <laughs> and they are old stairs. They're not up to code. So that's why they're closed yeah. off to the they're public. Concrete. And, <laughs> yeah, they are. They're concrete. They're very steep and uh, it's, it's bad. So um, anyway, yeah, NorthexCon 2020, June 20th, and we hope to see you there. Hope you'll make plans. Hope you'll follow the Facebook page for more information. We had a good group of folks last year, and yeah, uh, we're awesome. look, I'd love for everyone who can to come out and, uh, and just be a part of uh, the, the Nobody's Listening family for a day. It would be, it'd be great. Uh, we've got some iTunes reviews brought to you by my podcast interviews, my podcast And, uh, that's where you can find out, uh, all of the, uh, various, uh, reviews that you get, not just from American places, but, uh, other countries. Um, cause every country has their own iTunes store. Did you know that? No, I yeah. didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. So you, you could be getting, uh, uh, reviews from Canada and you don't even know. Uh, huh. but my podcast reviews.com will help you to uh, them all find them. So chips Ahoy 10 says this podcast had humor, fun, entertaining stories to listen to. And it also has quizzes and other fun things. This is my all time favorite podcast. And I wish you would do a podcast every day. Mm. I recommend episode <laughs> Lisa loves poison. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, that's I a remember one, isn't it? I remember that one. Yeah. Hammer Yeah, that's Hammerjack nice. Go 5 says this is the bed po- best podcast I've ever listened to. Whenever I have free time, I will listen to it. Five stars. So we like those. Thanks. We like those kind. And then Challenge of Mine says, I've just started listening and I've taken it upon myself to go through the episodes starting from the first episode. Love your podcast. Wow. I've been listening for about two months. I'm on episode 120 something. I'd love to send a story oh, in sometime. And I hope this gets onto the show. And if it does, I will probably hear this in forever. <laughs> I, I, I guess if, if she hears this on the show, she will love it forever. Uh, I, I love the podcast challenge of mine. So thank you guys for your reviews. We always like those and we don't always read them like that, but there was only three and they were short and, uh, that's cool. You know, it was fun. It's kind of fun to hear what people are saying. Cause I never go to the, the reviews and I'm afraid there's somebody's going to say something mean about me and then I'll be all sad. Uh, no, no. Most of ours are, are great. My podcast reviews.com <laughs> also emails them to you automatically. Yeah, oh, cool. You can do it daily or once a week. It's a sweet deal. So Anyway, it's time for us to do Quiznos. 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 Where we quiz what you know. All right. So today's quiz was submitted to us by a listener uh, and a patron, Janusz Striespeck. So this quiz is one that I don't necessarily know the answers to. Oh. So what I figured, John, since we're sharing a document... I okay. will I will use a hashtag and I will answer my question by putting a hashtag behind my answer, and you can use okay. like a dollar sign. I'll use I'll, okay. That sounds good. Or whatever, what, whatever you want to use. Okay. Whatever I use, I'll make sure it's always the same. There you go, because he has stored the answers in a separate document that I'm not allowed to open until we get to the end. Oh. Now that's cool. I know. I know. Look at these listeners of ours just taking control like they own the show or something. Goodness. I like it. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Wonderful. All right. So here it is. Number one, nice used to mean beautiful, stupid, or mean. Huh? You mean like, like used to mean, I'm, I'm guessing he means like, like maybe a few years ago used to mean, or like back in the day when it was originally used, maybe like a hundred million years ago, what did nice used Mm. to mean? I'm going to say, I'm going to say beautiful. Yeah. Just for fun. I'm going to say stupid because I've heard people say like, oh, nice nice, when they mean, oh, you're an idiot. Okay. That's a good guess. I'm going to say stupid. Did vulgar used to mean ordinary or common, cat-like or feline or classy and upscale? Mm. I I got I got to guess. I think it means uh ordinary or common. I'm going to go with classy or upscale because classy and upscale people are a lot of vulgar. <laughs> Cuz I was thinking like vulgar language. Oh, it was like common language. Well, maybe so I, I should I go with felines because felines are vulgar. <laughs> I'm changing mine. <laughs> felines are vulgar in my heart. So, uh, did Nimrod used to mean a well dressed person, a skilled hunter, or a grumpy person? I'm going with skilled hunter. Okay. Because of the Bible gonna... thing. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to go with well dressed. Okay. Because I think uh, you look like a Nimrod is a compliment. 
uh, because that's really? what happens. Yeah. That does not sound like a compliment, but it, I'm it, going to pretend like it was. Okay. Though. That's fine. You, you do you, John. That's the okay. rule. Did, Thanks, Lyle. Number four, did naughty used to mean having a headache, having gas, or having nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one I'm going to pick. Naughty. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> naughty means having nothing, because if you have nothing on, you're being naughty. <laughs> yeah. I just like the idea of somebody saying, Sir, are you being naughty? And then you just let one go. Beep. Yeah. Just, I'm so naughty. So naughty. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Number five. Did pretty used to mean hungry, pale, or cunning? Uh, I'm going to say cunning. No, I'm going to say pale. Pale. Yeah. Can we Can we both have the same answer? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like that makes good sense. So here's here's finally one that we both uh we both are landing right. on. Here. So it's hashtag dollar sign. That's fine. Yeah, That's hashtag fine. dollar sign. All right, number six. Did to fizzle used to mean to flip, to fart, or to fail? <laughs> John, don't pick don't pick fart this time. It can't be I've right. I've already picked the it, gassy one. It can't yeah. be right both times. It can't, no. To fizzle. Does it to mean fizzle. to flip, to fart, or to fail? We're going to pick the same think, one again. That's, gonna, that's good. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I think we're both yeah. right. So Because, you know, something fizzles out, so you yeah. think it's to fail. So, yeah. Yeah. Number seven, did clue used to mean a ball of yarn, an arrow, or something shiny? Mm. That's hard. I think it's something shiny. I'm going to go with ball of yarn because, because that makes the ooh. least sense. I can just, you know, blues clues. <laughs> that what's his face he's like ooh, a clue, a clue. i can just picture that being something shiny so did ooh, you know that clue. the guy on blues clues was once voted the most eligible bachelor by like time life magazine or something like that no yeah so who was voting apparently the, the kids weren't the only <laughs> ones watching blues clues back in the day those, those moms were like yeah go ahead find that clue boy so, oh my god <laughs> i don't know was it was it the first guy or I was it the I don't second even one? know. I didn't even read that oh. part. I didn't know there were two <laughs> I guys. Like I, that up. <laughs> mm, yeah. I don't even mm. know where I got that information from, but it was this week. So okay. So, so number eight, did to flirt mean to sneer, to burp, or to pucker up? Um, hmm. I'm gonna say to sneer. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna say to pucker up because Flirting is usually associated with somebody that you like. And I'm going to say that you would pucker up to give well, him a kiss. I'm running, you like I'm running off an assumption that most of these are mean, mean the opposite of what they mean now. So mm. that's kind of what I'm guessing is this, this whole scheme. That is, would be why we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum there. huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm planning on being tricked. That's why I'm trying to. Okay. To, to be tricksy here. And um, I'm trying to be smart. So, uh, oh, okay. well, we'll see. We'll see who wins the, the guy who thinks he's being tricked or the guy that, uh, is playing it smart. Number nine, did cute used to mean smart, ugly, or small? See, I would say small if I was playing it smart. Yeah. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going <laughs> to say smart. Cute used to mean smart. Are you trying to be cute with me? You know that kind oh, of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good one too. 
So hmm. number 10, did dinner used to mean a midnight snack, meat, or breakfast? Mm, yes. Oh. I'm, I think it said meat. I'm going with meat as yes, well. Yes, good. All right. So now it's time for me to flip over to the answers. Oh, so you got the answers already. We don't have to wait till next week. No, no, they're here. They're oh, here. Oh, good. Because so, I was like, I don't want to know. All right. Question number one, what did nice used to mean? Um, I said beautiful. You said stupid. And you were right. It is stupid. Yay! So John gets one point. Um, did mm. vulgar used to mean ordinary or common, cat-like or feline, classy or upscale? It used to mean ordinary and common. John, that's two for two, buddy. Whoa. I'm marking them with an A. Okay, good, good. Did Nimrod used to mean a well-dressed person, a skilled hunter, a grumpy person? It used to mean a skilled hunter. I finally uh-huh. got one. Yay. Got it. This is cool. This is a good quiz. <laughs> so I, I've got one. You've got uh, three, two. So it's still close. It's still close. Um, okay. Did naughty used to mean having a headache, having gas, or having nothing? It used to mean having nothing. And that was oh, mine. That's you. Yes. Good job. Yay. We're even. We're, we're neck and neck. This is, this, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't either. It could go any, any way. Did pretty mm-hmm. used to mean hungry, pale, or cunning? Pretty used to mean cunning. So we neither one of us, neither one of us neither got that one. one. I bet somebody okay. at home did, though. Somebody did. Somebody at home got it. You have to write in and let us know that you uh, that you that you beat us on one. Here's one I was really wondering about: Did to fizzle mean to flip, to fart, or to fail? I and like how they all alliterate too, because they all start with F. Fizzle used to mean to fart, and we didn't no. get that one. John, I tried to talk you out of it. I'm sorry. It's my <laughs> fault. You would have by default chosen that one. Okay, we're still even. We're still even. <laughs> Did yeah, clue, I just fizzled. Did clue used to mean a ball of yarn, an arrow, or something shiny? It used to mean a ball of yarn. I am winning. gum. Yay. A ball of yarn. Yeah. On Blue's okay. Clues, a ball of yarn would likely be a clue, you know? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Because that's not something to catch your eye, but something that is, is an object. leading you somewhere. Yeah. 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 All right, so did to flirt used to mean sneer, burp, or pucker up? It used to mean to sneer. Oh, and I am that losing by It's me again. I am winning. I, never, I did not think I would win this. Really? Well, you figured it out, man. Uh, there's two more. Did cute used to mean smart, ugly, or small? It used to mean smart. I oh. did it again. Yeah, you're marking these. Yeah. Nice, dude. You you not only did you beat me, but you beat me good. Did dinner used to mean a midnight stack, snack, meat, or breakfast? You and I both said meat, and yep. the answer is dinner used to mean breakfast. Oh. Yes. So we didn't get that one, but I won. You did. Congratulations. Yay. I shake your hand warmly. I'm going to ring the bell again. Yay. I'm only a little bit, uh, um, whatever it is that you are when you, yeah. Jealous. Defeated. Defeated. Cute. I'm just a little bit cute. Are you, are are you fizzling (laughs) in cuteness? Is that what the deal is? I don't know. I think I'm going to go grab a clue and, uh, 
flirt <laughs> while you're, you know, having uh, having dinner, yeah, tomorrow morning. So th- yeah, thanks, uh, Janusz Triesbeck, for your. Uh, and if you out there want to create a, uh, a, a a quiz for us, go ahead. That would be awesome. And you know what? You could even write human lie detectors and then send the um, answer really far down. So what he did is he wrote it in the email and then he put tons of carriage returns in and, and then added the answers. And I just, without looking, copied and pasted them into a different document. So you you could, you could submit these things people and we would give you credit of course on the show and uh, use them. And then you would be like, I put this on that show on that story. Dude, This is a whole new way to podcast. This is awesome. I know everybody just provide all the content. And and we'll just sit here and lean back and talk about it. It'll be great. Well, that's the way the show's always been, isn't it? It, it kind of I mean, has. We we kind of cheat. We kind of cheat. So, ah, oh. uh, man, I'll tell you what. We do need to take a second, though, because today we are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com slash That Story Show. Are you someone who struggles with depression, anxiety, anger, relationship issues, maybe family conflicts, trauma, or self-esteem issues. I know I do, and you guys know I deal with bipolarism and depression and anxiety. BetterHelp Online Counseling is here for you. You can Hmm. connect with a professional counselor. Let me say that again, (laughs) because that one came out weird. You can (laughs) connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private online setting, and you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. They have over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, and you can meet via text, chat, phone, or video in under 24 hours. It's convenient, professional, affordable, and with financial available for those who qualify. So I want to tell you, I uh, have signed up for this and because I have been suffering with bipolarism and everything for like eight years I've always meant to get counseling and I just haven't done it. And I signed up, I put my name in, uh, they ask you a bunch of questions about how you're feeling and what you struggle with. And they even ask you if you're a Christian or not, or if you consider yourself someone spiritual, Hmm. um, they ask what area of the country you're from and whether you'd like a male or a female. I mean, they go through everything and, um, they match you with someone in your area uh, but it's completely anonymous, and I've already had a session with my counselor, and it and it's going great. I'm actually getting another one this week, and then have another one scheduled for next week. Uh, That's awesome. So, best of all, that story show listeners can get ten percent off your first month with discount code that story show. So why not get started today? Go to BetterHelp.com slash that story show. Fill out the questionnaire I mentioned and help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor counselor you'll you'll love that's uh, betterhelp.com/thatstoryshow and if you don't like your counselor you can change it at any time i like mine so far i would say your name but that's cool man it's a cool name but i'm not going to say it so because it's probably private but uh i'm i'm going to be trying it out and and uh like i said so far i uh i believe in it and i don't I don't pimp things on the show that I don't believe in. And when they came to me saying, you know, betterhelp.com, I was like, for a comedy show? And then I'm like, but James, you're the most screwed up person in the world. You're the best person in the world to to advertise this. 
And and I know a lot of my listeners are screwed up too. So <laughs> let's all <laughs> well, you know, let's all get on betterhelp.com and yeah, get, let's check it out. Get some That's awesome. uh, get some counseling. So anyway, let's jump into some listener stories. All right, this one's called Golf Cart Crazy, and it comes to us from Trevor from the Show Me State. He is <laughs> he has amended his ways. He's no longer claiming to be from California. So ha ha ha, we won <laughs> from last yes. week. You remember that? He was that's right. Formerly California. So yeah, we were talking about the Show Me State. So this is the same guy. <laughs> so hey, James and Johnny Boy, you like you like golf cart stories? Because I have a yeah. couple. I actually do enjoy golf cart stories, but only in pairs of two. So you lucked out, you know, you lucked out. But back when I was still in high school, we had a huge Halloween carnival every other year at our church with a bunch of wooden booths that were connected together in rows for carnival games. And this year I came up early to help set up. This would also be the first time I had driven a golf cart. Mm. So random golf cart alert. Why is there a golf cart? So was your hallelujah night so big you needed transportation to get around? <laughs> I don't know. People had to carry them big, heavy bags of candy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have to. I don't know what they sound like in the to, show me. You have to aim at the kids in devil costumes. It's a church event, so <laughs> there is something awesome about being able to drive anything that moves before you're actually allowed to drive. So I'll give him that. I'll give him that. So anyway, I got. He says I got in the front seat, excited to drive one. So I started her up and gave her some gas and started making a beeline right toward one of the booths. I turned the wheel, but it seemed as if it only went left a little bit. I panicked as I prepared for impact, knowing that hitting one of the booths would probably mean the whole row would go down with it. It was nothing, nothing I could do. <laughs> and this is why non-drivers should never drive. Because what what would you do, John, if you were in that situation? You would hit the gas. I, you would hit the brake. I mean, you you would. Yeah. He says, there's nothing I could do. I turn the wheel. I stomp the gas. There's nothing left. There's nothing. Just jump for it. That's jump. the situation I'm in with my daughter right now because she is, oh. she is a, has her learner's permit now. Yikes. And she, she's learning to park and she's learning to drive. And every now and then she freaks me out because she's like, which one's the break again? Oh, she's like, doing, she's got to be doing that on purpose, right? It's the most necessary pedal in the entire history of driving. So anyway, suddenly we ground to a halt. I couldn't have been more than a few inches from the booth. The terrified adult in the passenger seat had floored the brakes on my behalf. Oh, good. Mm. Good. I would later learn that unlike a car, you have to turn the wheel of a golf cart many times in order to get it to turn. Well, it's kind of like that in a real car too. Sometimes it's true. I know true. in my truck, man, I got to whip that thing around three times to get a good turn in. So the worst part about this story was the back seat in the back seat. There was a girl that I thought was really cute. Uh. <laughs> I think you should have led with that buddy, a cute girl on board the whole time with her life in your hands and you screwed it all up right in front of her. <laughs> that goes at the beginning next time. Okay. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> so one day, a couple of years later, this is story two. I was riding as a passenger in a golf cart and I was with a different cute girl and a couple of my friends. So once as the golf cart slowed down, I thought I would just jump out as, as it was slowing down just to be cool. But before I jumped, the golf uh -oh. cart sped up. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> so what took place next felt so surreal. There I was. I felt as if I was levitating in the air, the ground scrolling underneath me like a video game. <laughs> uh, the, the, the environment was a blur. I was, uh, he says, yeah, I feel like I was in a side-scrolling video game that was changing scenes as I was jumping. What happened next was even more incredible. I can't even to this day figure out the physics of how it worked, but instead of a face full of concrete or bleeding the heck out of my knees, my foot barely touched the ground, and somehow I began to spin on my back, not (laughs) unlike an upside-down turtle. (laughs) That's awesome. Sweet. See, you could just play it off like you were breakdancing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't understand how that happened. That's the physics of having a cute girl nearby. Mm. Whenever there's a cute girl nearby, you're going to do the stupidest thing possible. And so that's the way that that's where the physics comes in. So that's, that's uh that's a lesson to uh, all of our, our middle school listeners. Yes. <laughs> there's a cute girl. If nearby. you are a cute girl, don't hang out with anybody. Cause you're going to mess their life up. <laughs> you are going to wreck them. Yeah. As I stopped spinning, I not only found the cute girl watching, her dad had seen the whole thing too. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to marry her when I grow up. <laughs> well, thanks for providing quality entertainment week after week. And for reading this on the show, Trevor from the show me state. So Trevor, remind me never to get into a car with you. Also, <laughs> yes. you missed out on a great opportunity after the turtle spin. You should have winked at the girl and been like, sup. Yes. Yes. Played it off. Like you were break dancing. <laughs> that would have been the best. Yeah, are we going to have uh, golf carts at uh, NarthexCon 2020? No, we're not, because okay. it's just a building, and there's nowhere to go. You just go in the building, and that's it. Just walk, so, just walk in the building. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 uh, we should have scooters. That's what we should do. We just have scooters. You could ride down the ramp that's on the side. for the That would for, be fun. For the uh, disabled folks, ride the ramps. So I'm disabled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one from Nathaniel. John, do us Nathaniel. the honors. Yes, this is Meme King, and I, I, I like this. Uh, Nathaniel says, as you may know, I'm a pastor of a small congregation in a small Arkansas town. I think Nathaniel sent in some stories. He's not, he's not the church crop duster. That's somebody else, right? Right, right. Yeah. But there's not many of us in our church, but with the grace of God, we get by A-OK. That's probably, uh, that may be why, because small churches are... <laughs> less drama so yeah in theory yeah there's there's something nice about it but you know what the the church with the uh the binoculars lady across the street from me they were kind of small so oh they either they either don't have a lot of drama or they do oh yeah okay well i retract (laughs) what i said by the grace of god you get by you get you you said it i'll i'll back you up yeah. I was uh, in the Narthex one Sunday when a young fellow came up and whispered that he'd forgotten to give his offering. And so I told him I could give it to our treasurer if he wanted. And so he reached in his pocket and he pulled out a nickel, a dime, and a quarter, and a penny. Hey! That's a lot of cash, I exclaimed. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. It's a song, <laughs> too. I know, he said. I earned it doing a lemonade stand this summer. How was it, I asked. It worked out great. I made extra sour lemonade from scratch. Hallelujah, I exclaimed. How did you do it? <laughs> lemons, lemons, he said, and more lemons. What about sugar, I asked. That too, he said. Then he kicked me in the junk and turned into a bat and flew away. <laughs> P.S. That 
Other than the first paragraph, this isn't real. I just wanted to see how many of our memes I could fit in. Oh, gosh. Well done, Nathaniel. Well done. (laughs) You know what? For for this story, you deserve a free cow. But we'll have to go (laughs) van bogging with Sean in a purple dress first. So there you go. Sean. Oh, with Lucy too. Lucy, yes, Lucy to and Lucifer and all that. We'll get them. And get all, all the, the memes in there. You know, I never understood that phrase "made from scratch." He's talking about he made yeah. lemonade from scratch. It makes it sound right. like you got it from scrapings from underneath your refrigerator or something. Mm. You didn't make it yeah. from scratch. You made it from ingredients. I just want to say ingredients that were scratched up somewhere, scratched off the ground the refrigerator, the, the crusty refrigerator. All right, this one's called Hershey's Kiss of Death. It comes to us from Asher. Hi, James and John. This is the story about the last time I will ever go hiking. There we go. That's time. a suspenseful story. Uh, A while back, not quite a year ago, I got up nice and early before the sun was up. I'm not sure I even had breakfast. I put my dog on a leash and I went for an illegal hike meaning I made sure there were no cars in sight and I ran across the highway, scrambled up a rocky slope and drugged the dog up after me and ran into the bushes. <laughs> so you drugged up your dog. Is that why the hike was illegal? Your dog is high? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to hike across the highway and go up those uh, embankments over there. And drug up the dog. So um, I, I made yeah. this trip many times before. So far, nothing was done wrong. I continued on my way in my journey through the treacherous undergrowth. And when I reached open air at the halfway mark, a boneyard, including three raccoons and a cow, uh, appeared, which should have given me a clue. It, <laughs> it may be a clue that the 80-year-old Thai woman with the killer cleaver was nearby. <laughs> what it was, but let's see what it actually was. Uh, an- another 30 yards, I hopped the brook, all the time headed up a steep incline, About 10 more minutes, I turned around to head back, and there were probably 15 feet in me. uh, There, probably 15 feet in front of me, was a cougar in the pouncing position under a low-hanging bow of a tree that I had just passed over. Under. Under. No. I assume it was an animal, not a 30-year-old divorced woman. (laughs) I just want to know. I'm assuming it's a cat. So immediately Hershey, my ancient morbidly obese arthritic lab goes nuts. Teeth slobber and everything scary about a dog came out of him right then and there. And I'm pretty sure the cougar peed himself while he was running away. <laughs> Good on you. I pre- I appreciate that. It's, you have a decent dog. See, my dogs yeah. couldn't chase off a squirrel, much less a full on cougar. My, my, my dogs would actually attract cougars. Yes. It'd be cougar yes. bait. So hats, hats off to your arthritic dog. As soon, yes, as, as, soon as I was uh, sure it was gone and unfroze myself from the spot, I sprinted down the hill with my heart in my throat and eventually found my way home. Yes, I was terrified, even while wearing a machete, three daggers, and 15 other knives besides. Sent from my bed, <laughs> Asher. What in the world? That's what made the trip illegal. He was armed to the hill. <laughs> Rambo Jr. up in there. How in the world did you fit 15 daggers and other knives and stuff? You must have looked like a daggum pincushion. 
<laughs> it's a good thing the cougar didn't eat you. He'd have bled out trying to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Would have died of metallic knife poisoning or something. The real hero of the story, of course, is the morbidly obese dog. He saves yes. he saves the day, and then you sprint, leaving him behind. At least give him a machete or something before you leave him <laughs> in the <laughs> boneyard with the daggum cow and stuff. I don't know. In the the raccoons and that's scary. Where was that? Where he didn't say where he he's didn't from? Say did he? no. He he always Dang. says from the bathroom or from a. This time it's from uh from his bed. So he's writing uh, these things. I wonder if he was dreaming when he wrote this. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a Prince song. I, I don't know if I believe it either, so we'll see. We'll yeah, see. 15 other knives, come on. Yeah. At least 10 I would have fell for, but 15, <laughs> I don't know. It is funny, though. You, you're, I, I used to be a Boy Scout, and you would. You would you would have stuff, you know, a hatchet and a, and yeah. a saw and a, you know, a pocket knife and all that. And, and I know the moment I ever saw anything dangerous, the last thing I would think of was using any of those survival objects. <laughs> Who's got time to, to pull out and unfold a knife if you're being chased by an animal, Yeah, right? It's not, it's not good. The only thing Excuse it's me, good Mr. for Bear. is handing it over so they can hack you up into smaller pieces for eating. <laughs> Or maybe it would choke on it while I was trying to digest you. Yeah, that that's that was my hope for Asher is that he was too pincushiony. He would just they have too many bones and and sharp mm. things in him to be eaten properly. So. Asher, man. All right. Well, what what's Matthew got to say? All right. Well, Matthew apparently has a sleepwalking story for us called the sleepwalking splash oh boy when i was about six or seven years old i got up in the middle of the night and had to use the restroom i can relate with that i've done that before the problem was i was sleepwalking also me so i started walking uh, to the restroom or so i thought (laughs) yeah yeah i didn't realize sleepwalking could be useful you know i i thought it was like you just walk around like a zombie you know, trying to figure out what, what's going on, but I didn't, you can actually go to the toilet in your, uh, in your dream. So that's great. I, oh yeah. 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 You get it, things done, get things accomplished. Uh, it's like a holodeck, right? You know, from the Star Wars or Star Trek movies. <laughs> you're in a dream. You're on a holodeck in your dream. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally in the bathroom, but. I wonder if anybody's ever woken up and realized they made breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> There's got to be somebody up somebody there. Somebody woke up and they're they're like, "Holy crap! This smells great! I'm so glad I slept walk today." Slept, slept, <laughs> I got my exercise too. <laughs> slept working, yeah. Anyway, oh man, I do that all the time. Not really, just kidding. So as I got to the toilet, I heard my parents and my family telling me to stop. In my sleep, I thought, "Why would they stop? Why would I stop trying to relieve myself as I pulled down my pants?" Ugh. And when I started to pee, my uncle tried to stop me. But oblivious to it all, I just kept going. Oh. Thinking thinking he could make it better, he uh, put his hand no. in between me and the toilet, no. in air quotes. <laughs> what? Why? I, I don't know what he's trying to deflect or shield or something. I don't know. You can imagine what happened. I kept peeing till I was done because uh, that's what uh, you do. You can't stop. No, you can't. Lloyd or whoever it was on Dumb and Dumber. Um, all my uncle got for that was a wet peed on hand. Next morning, I was told I had peed in the kitchen trash can. 
<laughs> that comes to us from Matthew. Well, it could have been worse. Uh, at least he was peeing in the trash, not in like the silverware drawer or something like that. <laughs> or the fridge, right? Yeah, yeah. What was the <laughs> uncle? What was that uncle thinking though? Don't don't pee in the trash. Pee into my hand instead. <laughs> that's, that's a better idea. What was he going to do? Cup his hands and carry it over to the sink? Oh know. man, yeah. That's that's why. Yeah, I don't know. I you could have picked the trash can up. I guess that would have made life a little better. I don't know. I I would have mm. grabbed some tongs. And just <laughs> tried to pinch, pinch it shut. <laughs> Why is my uncle doing that in my dream? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a kid. Well, that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Do you have a funny story about a crazy 80-year-old woman who thinks she's Edward Scissorhands? How about uh, a story about impressing cute girls with your amazing golf cart skills? Mm. Uh, do you have any that story show memes to share? How about a story where your your dog is saving you from being eaten even after you had called him morbidly obese? You know, you don't offend your dog when he saves you. That's that's so cool. Uh, you got any stories about washing your hands in yellow liquid? Whatever you've got, send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com or call us at 2095NLCast. And if we used your story today, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. And thanks to our patrons for their support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Yanu Streespeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And hey, remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed. Don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. You're amazing, man. Couldn't do it without you. Yeah, you could. Oh, no. No, it'd be very boring. It would be one man (laughs) talking. I've done it. Well, you you could use different voices. No, that's you you again. That's your job. (laughs) Well, it's always a pleasure. I got something I want to tell you. First, I want to remind you that NarthexCon is coming up June 20th, 2020, right here in St. Louis. Go to facebook.com slash N-A-R-T-H-E-X-C-O-N. I also want to tell you about my audiobook, Sorta Kind of Superpowered. You can check it out in podcast form today. Look in iTunes, Google Podcasts, or SortaKindOfSuperpowered.com. Red School Bus is also back. Go to rsbcast.com or look it up in Apple or Google Podcasts. Thanks. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.